What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand, brand, brand new, 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 new episode of the Best You Nation, guys. We are coming in hot today. We are on week two of season 10, and we got our wonderful, wonderful Cassandra here joining Adler and I. That's correct. That's correct. So, we are blessed with the presence of the amazing Cassandra. Yes. Beautiful, lovely Cassandra. If you guys don't know who Cassandra is, Cassandra is my girlfriend, the one and only, the most amazing woman that I get to be with every single day, literally. Even when we're at work, we're still texting each other, and you know, that's that's what you do communicate. I'm, so, I'm pretty sure we can give her like the official title. She's the first woman of the best you nation. Like the, the first lady? Te- technically, yeah. The, the first, first lady. lady. Technically, I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. The, first, like, yeah. the yeah. first lady of the Best Nation, guys, we welcome you, Cassandra. Yeah. Right there. So right there. the reason why we're coming in hot today with some energy, first and foremost, is you guys, we have a huge, announcements to ma- a huge announcement to make, not multiple, but one. And this is really, really big because for all of our listeners out there, you probably know this. Uh, the loyal listeners, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. Yes. Have the mic back. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. It's okay. Steal the mic. Take the mic. Do whatever you gotta do. Go ahead. Um, this is the announcement. For some of you guys who are out there who probably didn't know this or know this, who may just want to know, Apple Podcast um, came out with something a few years ago that allows for uh, podcasters that are growing and those that are striving and thriving to have uh, a paid subscription option. Actually, there's three different tiers, but there's paid subscription. You can kind of do ad-free and whatnot. And it's pretty cool because now you guys are going to have, uh, you guys can have access to exclusive content, early access to uh, episodes, the shows, the different content we have you know, that Apple provides. So I'm kind of spoiling it here, but Apple Podcast listeners, this one's for you guys. We are officially dropping this. We are now uh, accessible as well as. How do you put this? We're able to now stream our podcasts on a brand new level, which means you now have access to TBYN Plus, which gives you streaming and early access, ad-free listening, and everything in between. There's some other things that we haven't uh, actually shared yet, which Adler and I will do in the near future. But we just want to let you know if you are an Apple Podcast It's available listener, now. That's what you need to know. This is hot. <laughs> it's hot. I love it. I couldn't help it, man. Just, I, know, I know. Like I feel like you have all, like I had all the glory. I just wanted to just be able to share it. And oh, I don't have it. all the glory. It's I wanted glory. to bask in it, man. It's fantastic. I'm actually really excited. Um, it's 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 one thing to kind of come up with a plan, and it's a whole different thing entirely to execute it. And um, it's kind of crazy to see this like on the screen, like we, to see that you can see our member, like our subscription when you click on it. See. So mm-hmm. we, we definitely, we talked about it, we discussed it, and now we finally executed. We got the paperwork right, and um, we brought this um, special for you, and it's for the little low price of um, $1.99. It's nothing crazy, but I will tell you this much. Before we get hot, before we go to the moon and back, you better hop on now because the price is probably going to jump up a little bit later. There's the one other thing, and babes, you can actually try this if you want. Ooh. I think you can try this. I'll Ooh. try this. Anybody can try this. Try it. So here's one thing. You know how people do now these days? You know, we want to give you guys an opportunity to kind of experience it and kind of bask in it, as Adler said. And this is an opportunity that's going to be on the house. We're giving you seven days, no cost, no commitment. For seven days to join us and experience what? all aspects of the Best Nation on You Apple mean podcast. it's a free trial for seven days? Yes, a whole on week. us, on the house. Hey, on the house. On the house. Seven days, seven full days. So we believe that you know seven days is a, a is a week. As Adler would say, you got to optimize your 24 hours in a day. So if this is the opportunity for you to do this, if this is the gateway to building yourself up and becoming the better version of you, guys, we encourage you to go check it out, Apple sure. Podcast is the way we also have spotify coming up with another edition and some news we'll be talking about shortly in the near future but we've got right some now, plans man and it's, it's super got exciting got some we've got some plans it's, it's really exciting and not to mention we also have the coffee um you can definitely check that out and um is, is that we still have this uh, the code right what, what's the code save 10 save 10. Save if, you, 10. if you use save 10 you get a discount on uh the exclusive coffee not only do you get a wonderful uh, like international brewed cup of coffee or a bag of coffee, but you also get a chance to support us here at uh, TBYN, and um, you get a chance to just continue to grow and continue to make amazing content that we can provide for you guys and to share with the rest of the world. Correct. So do us a favor, 
definitely like, subscribe, check us out, and get a cup of coffee at a discounted price on us. That's right. And it's only for a limited time and offer, so don't try to you know use this code down the line because it will be gone. It's only around for a little bit, so get your starter kit. With that being said, today we are here again for another episode. Super exciting, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of energy in the room today, which I think is great. Uh, this could be due to my two-hour nap that I had a bit ago, but that's okay. I'm appreciative of it. And um, as you guys probably know, we started something last week, which Adler, if, I don't know, or if, even Cass, if you want to talk about it, kind of what we're doing. No, did, did I put you on the spot? So, yeah, you didn't put me on the spot. So, so this, we're getting there. We'll, 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 we'll milk the situation and we'll get there soon, soon enough. enough. Soon By the enough. end of the season, we'll get Cassandra. She will be Eventually, doing this point. entire episode with us. You're the first lady. The first lady of the I best know. nation. Just give me some time. There you go. Saying, All right. You guys heard that. The lady's spoken. Hey, we respect it. All right. Um, but um, we decided to do something a little different um, because we've been doing this for roughly two years now. And so we have written a list of topics in which we don't re- we don't know what's in there. No. So we're going to just talk about a random topic, random subject. And Cass was the one who uh, had the wonderful idea of putting it inside uh, this wicker well, basket. We changed it, yeah. Wicker, it's a wicker, wicker basket. basket. Not a salad And bowl. she wrote every single one of them. So I'm not sure if she remembers them, but we don't know any of them. So it's going to be off the riff, off the cuff. And we're just going to talk about just these are – it's topics about things that we all struggle with and all have in mind. So that being said, let's do our thing. Jump roll. And the question is, or topic is... Boom, read it with authority. You don't think anyone can relate to what you're going through. Ooh. Ooh. I like this one. Okay, okay, I like this one. I'm going to leave it right here. This is a good one. I like this one. I actually do. We appreciate you. Thank you for that. This is a, this is a fantastic one. Guys, thank you for supporting <laughs> us and give us a round of applause for Cass being with right, us again. Here. Eventually, we'll get her, her past. Well, actually, we are getting her past uh, five minutes. We are actually have her at seven minutes hey, today. Hey, I'm telling so we you. We appreciate you, babe. A little bit longer this time. I love you. Slowly. Love one of these days. We'll all right. Full, full all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Whew. So all that right. being said, I'm going to read it one more time for those of you in the back. The topic the today is you don't think anyone can relate to what you're going through. That's right. Ooh, Finn, do you want to do the honors or do you want me to take the honors? Um, you know, I don't know. I feel like last time you started off, I want to kind of run with this one. Hey, a that's this hey, one. I feel like is a you, very buddy. good topic, and and not that the last topic was you know ungood. This was just a different topic of discussion. Um, so yeah, so you said you don't think anyone can relate to what you're going through. That is a very, very, very common thing. I feel like every single person in the world goes through. I actually just had a conversation with a patient about this, uh, over the week, over the weekend last week that we actually talked about this. We talked about the concept of, you know, you as a person, we have a lot going on and I feel like sometimes we don't know if others will truly understand what our experiences are and i use an analogy or figurative language however you want to look at it from the language arts perspective is i gave this example of three different trees and these three different trees are a palm tree a oak tree and a redwood tree now i asked the patient this question because this patient actually was dealing with uh large amounts of anxiety and and depression and of course i'm not gonna be naming any names or anything but just giving you the kind of the basis Something that everybody can sometimes relate to, or some people may be able to relate to more. Um, so I was explaining to this patient, I said, listen, you know, sometimes we're going through life and we're going through an experience that, you know, we're in the season of the rut. We're in the season of the brokenness. We're in the seasons of uh, deterioration. And sometimes it's not always the most exciting time and the most wonderful time. So I said to him, I said, listen, you have these three trees and I asked the question what is it that's relative what is common amongst all three trees and he said well they all are trees and I said well yes that's true I said think a little deeper and he said about five minutes later he says they all have roots I say exactly roots roots are the source of life to these trees they give the nutrients they give them the sturdiness and the ability to stay grounded uh, from tropical storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, and you name it. 
So when you talk about it in a figurative way, which is what I did, I simply explained that the redwood tree, the oak tree, and the palm tree all look different physically. And not only are they physically different, they're also internally different. They're different bases. They also have different environments. They have different um, requirements for growth. And so the reason why I feel like this is a, a good little starting point to kind of open up the conversation today is that you and I are like a redwood tree and a palm tree. We're both... Is it because I'm wearing red? Actually, I had no intention of that, but yes. <laughs> sure. Uh, which, by the way, you guys, these are our brand new colors coming in with our our shirts here with the Best You Nation. We'll talk about it a little bit more at yes. the very end. but um, So the redwood tree and the palm tree and the oak tree, the similarity is that they have roots. The difference is that they all look different. However, no matter what, deep down below the ground in the tree's life, in our life, we all have to have some kind of sturdy grounding. And I think oftentimes we look at each other and we're like, you're a redwood tree, you're an oak tree, you're, you're not gonna understand what requirement of growth I need. You don't understand my environment because who's seen a redwood tree grow in the state of Florida? I've never seen one because the environment is not suitable for that tree to grow. And yes, this may not make a lot of sense, but when you start thinking about that we're all different, it's really sometimes the hardest thing to understand this topic. You will fester on the idea that people will not understand you because you may have been through a circumstance that is physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually different than your neighbor. Being adopted is not something that Adler can speak on, but I also can't speak on certain things that you've been through, mm -hmm. certain aspects of your life. You know, the way that you were raised or how you were grown or how you grew up or, uh, you know, the, the different struggles you had. Uh, you, know, you know, you always talk about your journey being in the gym. And people don't – we think that people don't understand that or people don't really understand that, oh, you were only like 222 pounds, man. It's okay. But deep down inside, you had so much insecurities digging into you and you were fighting yourself day in and day out. And like for me, being adopted, I felt like I was – a nobody and that people don't understand that people didn't really see that or may have ever really heard of it or experienced it so i think we try to fit our own personal experiences mm -hmm. and what we call our what is it our uh, our thoughts our emotions our feelings our experiences and try to we try to relate them and people don't we always don't we don't always think that people are going to understand us but that's kind of where i'm going to start off with as my ideas start to filter through my brain as you take the mic well, I'm, I'm glad that you actually um, you started off with that um, because of when you when you refer to the tree, um, you mentioned growth, and growth is one of those things that it's not a pleasant situation. It's not a pleasant thing to go through, and you talk about the redwood tree, the palm tree, um, the and tree. the oak tree. Each one of them starts off as a seed, right? Mm -hmm. And when you plant that seed in the ground, it's a very violent process. You have to shovel dirt, remove it from the earth, stuff the seed down, put dirt and pile it back on, water it, let sun rays, uh, sun, sun rays hit it, and allow it to slowly rise. And in that, that violent, turbulent time before it, it actually sprouts out of the ground, that's where most of the growth is happening because that seed has started to develop those roots as we discussed, right? And each one of us, we have a path that we take. And our path is unique and indiv um, it's indiv individualized for our specific story. And every single one of us have a story. And oftentimes we find ourselves using those stories to define who we are and the reason of why we became the way we became. And there's two aspects of it, right? The first aspect is the story that you now are telling yourself, the narrative that you're now living by is based off of some form of trauma, some form of loss, some form of heartbreak, some form of uh, setback of some sort. And that story, unfortunately, I think it was uh, Mel... Mel Robbins, she she has a quote, is nobody cares. You know, nobody cares about the story that you that that you're going through. 
and this is the first aspect of like that, that you have to really consider is no matter how crappy or how whatever situation that you're going through although people can sympathize with you but the world does not care the world continues to move on and continues to push on in fact the day that you die the world still continues to move and it still continues to push on and understanding that aspect it makes you almost uh you have to kind of like it almost makes you so uh, internalize and analyze like who you are as a person and trying to not allow what happened to you to be what defines you hmm. and the next thing is you have to consider is other people are going through things and so even though you're going through a hard time somebody could be going through equally as tough or even tougher time yeah there's a and, saying that they usually say that there's someone who's next to you is probably going through something more or worse than you yeah. are when you think you have it bad. And so that like in the important thing is to never wallow in self pity. Like it's okay to be upset about it. You know, take um I I have a rule, it's like I take a maximum of like um maybe three days. Three days and I, I allow myself to be upset about something. And after those three days, it's time for me to, it's time to get over it. It's time to not, maybe not get over it. That, that sounds harsh. It's mm-hmm. time for me to come up with a game plan, game plan to get past it. Um, so I always talk about my struggle at the gym, right? Mm-hmm. That's something that is near and dear to me because that's part of my story. But I understand that, like, many people don't understand the reason why it was such a big story for me but yeah because i feel like a lot of people can say oh there's so many it's people like, oh, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. get to the gym yeah. and good job you worked it off and blah blah blah, blah, blah. like a lot of people do that a lot people of people dismiss have it. that so um yeah. at my heaviest um uh well no maybe not my heaviest but um i i ended up starting to kind of have like a, a weight struggling issue after um like 22 ish 23 ish and um I was dating somebody at the time, and unfortunately, uh, things went south really bad, really like terrible, and it was like it's probably still to this day the ugliest breakup I've ever had um, in my whole life, hmm. and um, it messed with me psychologically to the point where I, I like I had officially started battling with depression, and it made me start to develop these insecurities because you know the girl. She, you know, cheated on me with um, someone I thought who was my friend. Um, But he told me, he informed me that we're not friends like that. And so it was hard. So I started to second guess myself. I started to doubt. And the only comfort I would have is through food. So I had this unhealthy relationship with food. Food is comfort. So the more I eat, the better I feel. So I ended up like just, just eating my feelings away instead of like trying to find a healthier way of um, getting out that stress, that anxiety, and getting out that, like, or developing that insecurity and trying to, you know, just, just grow as a person. So I would, you know, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you right now, like I, w- I would literally just eat steak and shake, um, you know, milkshakes, uh, fries. I love pizza. I can knock out a whole pie by myself if you really let me. <laughs> Um, but I'd watch it happen. Yeah, but it was because we're on vacation. So I've done. Allowed. I've done it. Yeah, I, I can. I can. You're stricter than me. Like there's there's that mechanism that's in your brain that's supposed to say that you're full. I don't have it. Like honestly, I I just I can go past it. It all depends on my emotional state and how I feel. And so like, the biggest issue for me was understanding that I can't use food as a way of deal with my feelings. I'm just hiding behind you know large tubs of ice cream and. You know, amazing cheesecakes. While it does give me that instant gratification, it's literally killing me physically. And I, you know, I, I went through it. And that's something that I struggled with because I equated, like, culturally speaking, coming from a Haitian household, like, they associate comfort with food. Mm. So if you're not feeling well, here, eat this soup. If you're, you know, you're depressed, hey, eat this. It's, it's always some form of food as a, a way of comforting. And so I had this really unhealthy relationship with, with food. And because of that, I ended up putting on weight over and over and over again to the point where I got up to 220 pounds. Like to, and as you said, to other people, 220 pounds, that's not so bad. That's not so big. Like, you're okay. But the person that I envisioned here in my head 
was not the person that I was seeing in the mirror. And that was an issue for me. And one of my biggest pet peeves is, is if I'm going to sit here and complain about it and put this energy in complaining about it and talking about it and talking about it, then I should be able to take that same energy that I'm using to focus and dwell on it to change it. And it doesn't make sense to continuously have you know, something go on and to complain about it and never make any attempt to change it. Right. So once I kind of like understood that and I kind of grasped that, that's when I started, you know, going through my my transformation, my my mindset re- reset. Like things are different compared to where I was at at uh, 22. And, you know, that's obviously that's that's the case. It's supposed to be the case, because as you get older, you're supposed to get wiser, you're supposed to get smarter. And people don't understand why I feel the way that I feel and why I act the way that I act. And that's not their job because nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. But I'm giving a, a brief insight as to why. Like, I was a size 40 pants size. I didn't feel attractive. I felt insecure talking to girls. Like, it, it, it was literally it that insecurity fed and touched every aspect of my life. I didn't want to take any chances. I didn't want to do anything risky. And because of that, I just took the safe option. And you have to understand that, like, no matter what it is that you're going through, other people are actually going through struggles as well. And if you can find the time to just kind of step outside yourself and look at the world around you, you, you might actually learn to be a little bit more grateful for the struggles that you have versus complaining and hoping that you didn't have them at all. It's a powerful point. It's a very powerful point. I mean, if you think about this, though, like people don't always understand. And the reason why I say this is because I was one of those people, and I'll speak on a personal encounter. You know, when we're going through, when I was going through my own personal walks in my, my time through, I mean, this is, I think everybody goes through middle school. And I want everybody who's listening to this to kind of go back to their middle school, high school years, okay? This may be 20 years ago. This might be just past decade. I just want you to imagine and go back to that time. Try really hard to kind of think about that time and where you were. I'm going to be honest. I had I had just been going through a season of uh, a lot of anxiety. I was dealing with, you know, like kind of like you, but it was for me, I was – underweight i weighed 88 pounds sixth grade 96 pounds in seventh grade just barely past 100 and i was like a twig and i remember this was like in eighth grade i i, I try to talk to girls i try to talk to you know i, I try to talk to them and try to impress them and it's just something about me and my personality i know I'm, I'm a high energy guy but you know one thing that really got me was people don't understand like like when i was going through these motions right I doubted myself in the completeness of me being able to be capable of uh, having a conversation or being social with people. In the back of my mind, I was always second-guessing myself. I wasn't I wasn't as attractive as I thought I was. You know, I might have also had acne on and pimples. It was just it was one of those things. It just everything implied to the this 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 outward approach that people see, right? While there are a lot of people, I want to kind of turn this conversation. There are people that I was going to school with that I felt like got all the attention, had like uh, they had the model. Uh, how do you say this? They you could the physique that they had, like they had, they were toned better than I was, right? So like the prototype of what guys should be should be yeah yes quotation should be yeah and I realized you know I was just like man there's no way there's no way and one thing that I've learned. I actually know this person personally, and we had, I, I wasn't really like super close to this individual. Like I didn't really, she was in my gym class, whatever. And uh, you know, everybody liked her, right? Everybody thought she was great. Everybody, you know, chased her and whatnot. And one thing about her though, she, um, in the most recent years, and I'm just sharing this with her, was sharing this with you guys just to hear this out because I've before I got rid of my social media, like all like my Facebook and whatnot. Uh, I do recall seeing some of her posts where she would talk about her anxiety and her depression and her um, eating disorders and different things that she had been go- had been going through in the previous years and that what toll it had on her. And the reason why I share this is is that this person was so happy and so joyful and just the outward 
uh, vibe that she would give was like this, like really happy, like I'm going to school, I have a scholarship, I have everything lined up, I have a boyfriend, I have everything going well for me. But when you hear these stories and these discussions of what people were going through, it puts things into perspective. Mm. Sometimes it's the happiest people that are really internally really sad. That's true. And it goes back to those trees. A tree can be growing, but if it doesn't have enough water and sunlight, you're not going to really necessarily see it right away. You're not going to see the tree really, quote unquote, dying or, you know, deteriorating. But when you over give it time over time, two things, one of two things will happen. Either it's going to die or you're going to continue to grow. You'll find a way like Adler, you know, in your situation, you didn't allow yourself to get you. You didn't continue down the path that you were going where now, you know, you could end up at 300 if you, you know, that's essentially when you let yourself go because we allow everything around us to affect us. You know, you said, no, I need to do something about it. So, man, I have so many thoughts and so many ideas in my mind and my brain because this is like a topic that I feel like oftentimes we brush over. But it's, we all are different, but we're all at the same time, we're very similar because we all experience traumas. We all experience something that we're going through. And when you sit down and have the conversations like we do, you can kind of find a place where you are now in being intentional about, oh, because what if we reverse this? What if we did talk about things that we all are going through and then realizing how much we actually do relate because the only reason why we don't think or you don't think anyone mm. is is because there's a big question mark mm. because you never go out and ask somebody hey how you're doing or you don't ask them what the, what's going on in their life that's why we start to question ourselves do these people know what i'm going through because we don't give ourselves the opportunity to say adler hey man how are things in your life a couple weeks ago not going to go into detail we had a conversation this is before we went to colorado and it was just like you know, you're, you're, you're one of my best friends and you going, going, some of the things that are going on in your personal life, not necessarily with you only, but it's like family stuff and other things going on. It made me go like, wow, like what a good friend I'm not, you know, like that's the reason I'm saying that is, is because it makes you go, you don't really know what someone's going through unless you make an effort to understand or to know, to acknowledge what's going on. So it makes you conscious about, oh, I have it going good. Like in my struggle, it makes it, it makes you really appreciate your own journey, your own walk. Because no matter like what the world is, what's going on in the world around you, um, when you take a step back and you stop like looking at your your life through a lens of self pity, you look at your life through a lens of okay, it's not like this person's and it's not like this person's because they have it much worse, and they're going through this, and at least I don't have to go through X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I, I'm, I, there's something you said, like, it, it makes me just, like, look at this. How do we tie in our, all of our stories, right? You don't think anyone can relate to what you're going through. I think that that statement is stems, it stemmed from an insecurity. So I talked about my insecurities. I talked about how I lacked confidence in myself. I didn't think I was handsome. I didn't think that any woman would actually want me. Um, I went through that. But you also went through the same thing. So the thing that ties us all together is the insecurity. Because you felt insecure because you were smaller. You didn't feel like you were the prototype guy. You didn't think that like you were popular enough. You didn't think that you got enough attention. These are all stemmed from insecurities. And that's really where this, this statement comes from. You have this insecurity. It's like the best example I can really think of. Because we've all been teenagers at some point. It's like having that pimple, right? Hmm. It's that pimple that's right there in the middle of your forehead, right? Oh, yeah. And I've you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, it's the biggest, largest pimple in the whole world. I'm going to call Ripley's. It's ridiculous. And other people see, but they don't see the pimple. But all you keep fixating on is the pimple, 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 pimple. Like, I don't know if you ever, <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen um, the movie Austin Powers. Yes, but with, uh, Jim Carrey. No, yikes. Uh, oh, no. Wow. Jim Carrey. Oh, no. Okay. On live. No. Nice. Uh, I lose points for this, guys, for pop culture, so I'm just saying I lost a... I, I'm you, thinking of... Well, now my, my mind just went blank because he, <laughs> I did not expect Jim Carrey. Uh, um, he, was, he was Shrek. Uh, and he also was in Wayne World. Uh, uh, 
Okay, you don't know where it's going. Um, I, I lost. See, now, now I got to look it up just to make sure that we're all on the same page. But the reason why I bring, uh, I bring Austin Powers up is like that same pimple that you have. Like there's a scene where he's just like, moly, 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 moly. The world doesn't see what you see. You bring the attention world... to it. Exactly. That's when people start Mike Myers. All right, so not Jim Carrey. Not Jim Carrey. It's Michael Myers. But the the reason why I bring that up is like what what you fixate on is you portray and you allow the world to judge you on. So never allow, um, well, I mean, never allow never allow what you perceive as a terrible terrible situation. Don't allow it to like just ooze and protrude into your personal life. Because then you open the door for people to judge you. Because now you call attention to it. So when you're calling attention to something like that, it's like, oh my gosh, look at this. It's right there in my face. Everybody's going to see me. I don't even want to go to school. I don't want to like, you know, do whatever. I would, but I, as bad as people, those, they don't tell you don't pop them. I would pop mine thinking it was going to go away. But then it's like, it's even more red. And then the pimple's already back. And now you're calling even more attention to it. Yes. And so then now people are just like, hey, Scream. dude, you're bleeding. Like, don't look. <laughs> Like it, it gets it gets uh, it gets way worse than what it actually was, and I think like the one thing that I've, I'm trying to learn how to master because I still struggle with it to this day, is letting things go. Yes. Now I I don't do like for example I, I try not to, I try not to just focus and talk about it like to every single person like oh this is what happened this one happened this one happened this one happened, but learning how to let things go, and. Not let things go into in terms of oh, okay everything's honky door everything's fine in terms of like all right hey deep breath let's take three of them there's nothing that I can do to change this and that's okay and I think that we fall into the trap of hey I think I can change this I can make this better and so you fixate and fixate and fixate but sometimes honestly finding a way to get to a point to just be like all right i'm at peace with this and there's nothing i can do to change it that's honestly the best route to go because that allows you to move forward and to progress with your life like have you ever wondered to yourself like why certain people after high school that's they just couldn't surpass high school they they couldn't move on past high school high school was the the peak of the pinnacle of their existence and they just never progress or did anything else outside of that i have a lot of well i, I mean i don't want to sound like i'm calling anybody out because that would go against everything that we're kind of focused on here but just to use real life examples people that i've actually gone to school with and i'm gonna give you two and two for a reason i have been with people uh in my groups and i watched you know we were neighborhood buddies and you know there was always one that thought they were better than the other and uh surprisingly you know this person I really, I truly believe this person would have made it further, and I always believed that they would go further, and I still believe there's hope for this person. I just think sometimes, like you said, it's that their peak was high school. They thought they were all that, all the girls, and you know, I hung out with them. We were. I'm gonna give a clarification. I didn't say that their peak was high school. I said that they're unable to progress past high school. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. I just want to refer back to your point. Just making sure. Then there's those that I've watched that were the best soccer players on the soccer team, the best, you know, at the spelling bee or whatever. But mostly the people that I hung out with that were popular at times were in in, were on the soccer team. And I will share this. This is an actual experience. This is eighth grade. You know, I was uh, we were at a game. And this person, you know, this individual, good friend of mine, and uh, we played. Uh, we were both center. Well, no, he was a center forward. I was a, a left, a left wing. So I would try to score from the left side because I was left footed. And <clears throat> he was a sensation. And uh, you know, there's not much. It's sad when you see where they end up sometimes. And I know this sounds so terrible. I'm just saying this because when people have potential. And then tying it back to this, I think, and I don't know, maybe this person was going through something in their own personal life that they never really took time to want to focus on or get get help or you know work on mentally, emotionally. And I think it's hard to talk about it sometimes because this very thing, 
you know, do I feel guilty for maybe not talking to him or understanding where he's coming from? I can't change that now. But what I will say is, is that what we can do today, based off of events like that, there are a lot of people who are going through something. I know for me for a while, and I, I don't want to point this back on me, but I'm sharing this because it's easier to share from personal experience. I just know I felt for a very long time that I, I was like not really heard or understood for being adopted. I felt different, which it is different. It's an experience that most people uh, don't go through. No. And right. I felt ridiculed. I felt, uh, I, and, and I mean, I shared it as a story to get pity. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest. Like I, I used it as a way to have people feel bad for me. But I used it in a way that I thought that would bring me attention to move me up the chain as popularity because it stemmed from an insecurity because I didn't feel like welcomed. Or I didn't feel like I fit in. And while that is how I thought, that's obviously not the way that it was. I was very much loved. I was very much appreciated. I was very much given the attention that I needed as a person. I just didn't feel it because, again, it roots from a place of insecurity. And, you know, while I do, I, I relate to this question. I relate to this topic. You don't think anyone can relate to you. You don't have to be adopted to understand what trust problems are like or loyalty issues or... You don't have to be adopted to understand what loneliness feels loneliness, like. Loneliness, exactly. Yeah. So people try to again go back into the trees like you try to relate what the redwood tree looks like in a palm tree it truly it doesn't matter what you look like it's what is inside you that we can actually find a place to relate because i know people who have gone through a journey of uh doing some serious you know some serious thought processes and a lot of uh, you know, self-evaluation and realizing the choices that they're making are necessarily helping them grow. And for me, when I was able to talk, I was actually a part of like this adoption group and I was with people who were adopted and like-minded individuals. So it applies to both uh, ends of the spectrum. And it was, I was comfortable. I felt like people understood me because I was able to talk about something that they were related to. It's a great concept. But when you think about everybody, one thing we all have in common, I don't care what anybody says, we're all broken. We're all imperfect. Correct. So if That's you're true. afraid to sit down and talk to your friend about maybe what they're going through, you're depressed, anxiety, a terrible breakup, maybe finances. We always talk about like things that are very generic to people, but when you start digging deeper into your own problems, you know, finances. I remember when I was having a hard time with money and I talked to, I actually talked to you and you even shared a time in your life. You were my age and it reassured me that it's okay at 23 years old, 24 years old, whatever, you know, time frame you are 21, 20, you're going to go through a season where you're going to be at the rock bottom financially until you make a move. And that's exactly what we had a conversation about. You were telling me actually something even you, you had it worse than I did. And she, I almost said something I wanted to say. I was, I thought I had a bad. You know, I thought, you know, I had a bad, but then when I'm hearing you, you have to decide whether or not you're going to pay this or pay that to make up for the day. Like I could go out and get a decent meal. And it's just being honest. Like I could go, not when I say decent, I mean, I could go get like, uh, you know, maybe a Chick-fil-A sandwich compared to two pieces of bread and a slice of cheese from Walmart, you know? And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to sound judgmental because sometimes it's all you have yeah, to course. survive. Um, I think your example was oatmeal without sugar and cinnamon yeah, was, and stuff was, something like that. The last thing that was in my cupboard was oatmeal, and I, I made it with water, and it had no sugar, and I didn't have enough money to get sugar. But uh, I, I can also admit that a lot of my financial issues earlier in life were just self-inflicted because I, I was undisciplined. I didn't have... Um, but people can still... You can still make that into a topic. There are well, a lot of... How many people are undisciplined with their money, and they're grown and have kids and have a house? Well, there and, are people. I'm just, and so and like, and I agree. With, as an, I agree no, and I, I agree with you because, like, actually, when you think about it, right, you don't think anyone can relate to what you're going through. Because you're grown. after you read this, or you got money, you realize that we actually have a lot more common than we actually give credit for. Yes, and because we make an assumption, we exactly. make an assumption that people don't because we don't. It's like you don't get this, man. I'm going yeah, through yeah, stuff. You're going through something. And it's because we don't take the time to actually go, Adler, how are you actually doing? Because we always ask, how are you doing? It's like, oh, man, I'm doing great. Well, when truly, I've had days at work and people have asked me, how are you doing? And I, excuse me, I promise you, if I said I'm not doing good, 
I can be, I'm willing to bet you a bag of coffee that they're not going to be like, oh, I don't have five minutes to hear this. Honestly, honestly. I mean, I, I've had this actually happen. Like, I've genuinely was like going to say, hey, I'm not doing well today. I'm actually got a lot going on. I have a lot of stuff on my mind. Unless the, you're having a meeting and you can set the time up. But in passing, I've never experienced if I actually were to say something. I mean, I, I've tried. And it just goes like this, like, well. And then now I feel weird that I just made this person feel guilty about what I'm going through, which is why we go back to internalizing a lot of our thought processes and the way we think about the situation. Like, oh, they'll never understand. They don't know what that's like. And you know what? In all fairness, I'll never know what it's like to go through the journey that you went through. I can tell you right now, though, going to the gym and working out consistently like you is not an easy thing. But that doesn't mean that where I'm coming from and where you're coming from in your in your journey, like at the time, is is the same. I just personally, like, I, I do bug myself about it. I'm like, man, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I could do better, right? You, you try to improve. But this right here, this is a self-inflicted thing. But it always roots from something. Something we are insecure about. Whether it's one insecurity or two. We still need to find a way. And this is why we do this kind of stuff, guys. We talk about this. You and I try to find a way to talk about how we can make this more possible. How can we be more confident in the fact that we can relate to one another? Like you said, we you said it very well. We have a lot more in common than we give credit. Yeah. Because it's very true. We're just arrogant and prideful sometimes. And I'm not trying to be harsh. But for those who are listening, if this is too much for your ears, turn it off. Honestly, we allow our egos, our pride, all that get in the way, thinking that we have it worse than the next person. And truthfully, you got people who are going through something right now that have lost a family member, who have lost everything financially. You know, we have a pandemic that's really crushed a lot of people, their businesses, you know. There's a lot of things going on. Yeah. And while I get to sit here in our studio, some people don't even have a bedroom or have a studio or have their own places stay. Well, and, and, and I'm just and using a this, bunch of different. This examples. is just something like any time that I want to try to complain about how my life is and how my life is going. Honestly, no one, no one will ever feel bad for me. No one can feel bad for me, because I, I go back and I, I talk to my parents, and you know, uh, your mom, she's an immigrant, but you know, my parents are both immigrants, right? And my mom would tell me how like they lived in um, they lived in Haiti and you know they had a small house to her it was huge but like I saw pictures of it and I was like dude that's a hut and in her her mind is like oh that's my house that's where I lived and we had we had goats we had like cows we had you know chickens we were rich in her mind she's rich in my head I'm just like oh my gosh like that's that's rural living you know that's like I I can't I can't live like that my dad would could sit here and tell me about studying at candlelight and I've always had a roof over my head with a light switch and so just getting a chance to just go out there and speak to other people and coming from a place not a judgmental place not a place of, um, you know, I'm better than you or you're better than me. Just a genuine place of I just want to know about you. If you get a chance to actually get to know somebody, you can see that you don't. You guys are a lot more have a lot more in common than you actually even recognize. And not only that, but it also gives you an opportunity to become extra grateful at the fact that you know this person's struggle. It it's illuminated like. Uh, your situation and allows you to kind of just, just you, you have no choice but to be grateful. Like, I never had to worry about having to go out and kill for my food. I never had to worry about I'd be you know, freaked out. having to find enough firewood to make sure the house is warm. I never had to, like, my, my dad got robbed at gunpoint. You know what I mean? Like, I've never had that happen. Knock on wood. I'm not, I'm not hoping for it, but I've never had that happen. My dad has gone through some things that he can tell me, like, growing up in Brooklyn, growing up in Haiti, that I can never relate. And because of that, I'm eternally grateful at my childhood. I'm but, eternally grateful for my life. So my struggles will never be his, but I also understand that, you know, I can never walk a mile in his shoes, and he could never walk a mile in mine. Those we're all different. We're all different trees. I also think one more thing that I just want to point out is something that you were saying too, 
it's there's a level of gratitude but that gratitude goes a long way and it also gives us I feel like it gives us a bit more empathy to be understanding of what other people are going through when we get to understand and when we acknowledge and embrace people you know I think that was one of the biggest things for me in my healing and my stepping stones growing and finding the ability to sprout uh, above the ground because sometimes we plant seeds and those seeds you, you can plant six seeds sometimes one of them doesn't grow as fast as the other ones it doesn't mean that that seed isn't going to grow that seed just needed a little extra time under the ground before it was ready to sprout and i sometimes felt like that i felt like i was at a little extra seed that was just still on the ground wasn't ready just wasn't ready it wasn't ready to make the move it wasn't ready to grow and i finally sprouted but it was because the right amount of nourishing, the right amount of sunlight, right? In essence, in real life, that was the ability to find self-value, but also learning that we are more related than we're, you know, than we're credit is due. And that's because we have become so distant into our, like distant from one another, that it's harder to find out what's going on besides looking on Facebook because Truthfully, guys, Facebook is not a place to find what you're going through. You need to talk to people. Like, actually sit down with your friends at a, at a, at a I don't know, at a coffee shop or and just get together. Go do something. You know, sit at a round table. Sit around a little campfire or something. I mean, it sounds really, like, country-ish, but I'm just saying, like, sit around at your back on your back porch. Put a little, you know, a little fire on. Drink some hot cocoa. Roast some marshmallows. Or if it's the summertime, drink a nice little drink. Something that you like to mix up and drink, you know. Uh, spice it up a little bit. And truthfully, I'm telling you, people will start to see that there's a change. It's like a wave of change, a chain reaction of opportunities for people to become more comfortable with who they are. Because it's like I always explain it, kind of keep it on the tree thing. When a leaf falls off a tree, it's giving an opportunity for another one to grow, a new beginning. You have the opportunity to make a new beginning if you start asking or getting to know your friends more, we've talked about this up seasons ago, but it's what is your friend going through? What's your family member going through? You only get to really start to know that if it's, it's, if you put your pride, your situation aside for a second. Come to human to human. Have a conversation. Just talk about it. Hey, what are you actually going through? How are you doing? You know? And it doesn't have to be this like therapy session. It just needs to be like a, you know, hey man, like, just a genuine, just a question. What do you always call it? A high, uh, emotionally. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, your high uh, emotional. No, no, it's it's a emotionally intelligent emotionally conversation. Intelligent conversations. That's what it is. So, and I, I completely agree with you. And like my challenge to each and every single one of you, thank you for listening to us this week. As we wrap up, my challenge for you, and I want you to walk away with this, is to understand what you're going through. Whether you're going through a good season, a bad season. I urge each and every single one of you guys to go out and ask three people this week, how are you doing? And be genuine about it. And understand that no matter what it is that you're going through in life, that there are other people with emotions, feelings, and things that are going through other things. So the world may not care, but this is where we change the world and we start to offer up a shoulder for those who are in need of it. An ear for those who feel like they're never heard and a voice for those that never speak up and we speak for you that's what we do here Adler and I are speaking for all of you and I think one of the things that is interesting as though we speak from different walks of life our, our experiences are different we have some you know some things that we walk along and cross at some point you know given our ages are also a little different you have more more chapters past than I do but What's interesting is that we are talking to a vast amount of people, but a lot of people who are looking for the same thing. I think a lot of people who are listening to our episodes, we know deep down that if we all came together and sat in one room, you're part of the best you nation because you wanted to become better at being you, which should be a goal for everybody. We're just not all ready, but when your time is ready, you'll focus on being the best you because it is a lifestyle. It is something that we're doing daily and that's why we need to be more vocal to one another and be more understanding and put our our own situations aside sometimes and just sit down together and vocalize so instead of saying 
um, I don't think anyone can relate to what I'm going through. Now we have to shift it to, I understand a little bit better what another person's walking through, or I understand a little bit better what another person might be going through because I took the time to ask. I took the time to listen. I took the time to breathe life and to be a human being to another person. So that's my strong urge for you. Challenge you to you know, reach out to three people. It can be three people you know, three people you don't know. It doesn't matter. Just go out and have those emotionally intelligent conversations. That's right. All right. Well, that, that being, being said, said <laughs> as always, it's a pleasure. It's a joy to have you guys here at the Best You Nation. We have new t-shirts, by the way. Um, just definitely check us out. At, what's the website again? Say uh, with emotion. Say with emotion. With emotion. With emotion. Say it. How do you say something with emotion? I mean, just like any any emotion. It's like TBYN worldwide. Okay, well that's I don't know. TBYN worldwide dot com. That's the one that All I right, wanted. Okay, okay. I was like, that's okay. the one I wanted. So yeah, TBYN worldwide dot com, guys. If you guys didn't know, TBYN stands for the Best You Nation. It's our platform where you can learn more about us, our coffee, our our mission, everything that you want to know more about. T-shirts. T- uh, the whole shabam. We have a whole bunch of other things in store for you. Please tune in um, to uh, just check out the website. Tune in once a week for us here at um, The Best You Nation, Spotify, um, YouTube, uh, Audible, uh, Pandora, Pandora uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Which, again, for all those Apple Podcasts, you guys now can subscribe to TBYN Plus to get additional perks and exclusive access to episodes, shows, and we're not going to talk about everything yet. Not yet. We're, we're going to get still there. got a lot more in store. We're, we're going to go through phases. But definitely tune in. Check us out. We love you. We appreciate you. We hope you have a blessed week. And thank you for allowing us to be that ounce of positivity for your week. That's right. Take care. <laughs>